This is exactly right. You guys were so excited to announce the network premiere episode of the newest member of the Exactly Right family, the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. The True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is hosted by estheticians and entrepreneurs Alex Shapiro and Elizabeth Taylor. And they're joined by experts, friends, and community members to answer listener questions about beauty and skincare that each one of us can relate to. Alex and Elizabeth, they also host these segments inspired by their diverse clientele and share stories about living in a multicultural world. And you can also check out their past full library of past episodes um, with tons of incredible guests, discussions and advice. So enjoy the Exactly Right Network premiere episode right here and then head on over to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast for a brand new episode out today. And you can subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you like what you hear today, please write them a review. And now, enjoy the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have Beauty School, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too. So, why not talk about all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Plus, we'll be answering listener questions, so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Hey guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. So this is our very first episode on our brand new network. So excited. Super exciting. We're on the exactly right network, guys, but you know that because you're listening now. I said in British for a second. I know. I slipped into, <laughs> I slipped into my weird British accent. It's weird. <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> but it wasn't full. I was like, no, that's a little British. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> okay, so we're obviously very excited. Maybe a little nervous. <laughs> I think so. We were just warm, quote unquote warming up, which was just us screaming at each other in weird British accents and laughing. And that's how it just slipped out now. Queen songs. Exactly. So that tells you everything you should know about us. I guess this is a little representation of like what you'll be hearing. Yes, 100%. This is 100% us real. Yeah. But, but we do get serious at times. Yes. And we wanted to just jump on here and and introduce ourselves to you and tell yeah. you who is, I guess, like on the other side of these voices that you're going to hopefully be listening to once a week now. You better guys goddamn listen. <laughs> no, but Alex and I are estheticians. We work in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we um, love skincare and we're obsessed with eyebrows. But more importantly is we just, you know, are so lucky to work and live in this super diverse, incredible community. And we've made friends with like 
just the baddest bitches that you could imagine, honestly, from all different walks of life and all different backgrounds. And it came a point where we were just like, we need to let the people know about all of our friends. I think being an esthetician is a really cool job for many ways. I've been in this industry since I'm 19. It's been a long time, but you just get to know people so well. Totally. Yeah. So well. And I've had clients tell me oh my like they told me something and they're like I I haven't even told my therapist that you know you really get to to be really intimate with people for sure and we get to learn their whole life stories sometimes and every now and then 30 minutes yeah yeah somehow yeah and then yeah we were like we need to (laughs) record it all okay so the cool thing about Alex for sure and Alex well we specialize here in intimate waxing for women but like you probably heard in the promo I wasn't lying when I said Alex is the best waxer this side of the East River like people cross bridges to come over here to hang with her and to get waxed with her but because we look at a lot of vaginas for a living every day many times a day we become really good at just becoming like really fast friends with people and people as Alex said like open up really fast to us and (laughs) I joke with girls like yo I'm probably the closest thing that's come to your vagina besides like your gynecologist and your boyfriend so there's no worries that like you're telling me everything about your life right now (laughs) in like the first 20 minutes of meeting it's very vulnerable yes it's made my life so nice yeah I think you've got a lot of friends a lot of really close friends yeah, some of my clients have become very good friends of mine. Oh, totally. Once we switch over from being green friends on the sidelines to blue friends on the iPhone, <laughs> we, oh, yeah. we made the flip-flop. I've got to go first. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. But Y'all yeah. know what I'm talking about, the blue bubbles. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And I hope that we get to bring some of what we bring to the treatment room onto the podcast. Yes. So even if you don't live in New York and you can't come get a beauty treatment. Yeah. You, you can come hang with hang us with once us. a week. So we will gush all about everything that we know about skincare. I think the other really cool thing about Alex is that I'm black. Alex is Jewish and white. Same Z's different. No, you can be a black Jew. You can be a black Jew. Yeah. So we come from two different um, spectrums in terms of melanin, in terms of sensitivities. And so we can really teach about a lot of different skin conditions, skin treatments, about a lot of different therapies, things you can do at home, things you can do with your therapists. We can hopefully like help you find a beauty therapist. That's one of our goals is to build like a dope beauty community of just like bad bitches out to help each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dream come kind true of what that is what we've done yeah well, we want it even yeah. we want it even bigger worldwide World, worldwide bad bitches worldwide unite yeah yes i'd love that <laughs> bad bitches worldwide unite <laughs> less cheerleading <laughs> um so what else what else can we tell you about us um I'm a native New Yorker. Mm-hmm. I, feel like I have to say that because native New Yorkers love to do that. That's true. Yes. <laughs> we are, am I a native New Yorker too? No. Technically, well, yeah. I mean, okay. So I've been in New York City for almost 20 years now. My grandparents, my great grandparents, and my parents are all from New York. I was raised in upstate New York. That wasn't by choice, all right? I would have stayed here if it was my choice. And <laughs> <laughs> came back as soon as possible. But Alex is pretty much here from day one. Yeah. She escapes for a little bit to Long Island, but she came back. <laughs> <laughs> and people are always like, oh, you don't sound like you're from Long Island. I'm like, what is, what are people's ideas of what you're supposed to sound like? We'll get a couple of tequilas back in you. <laughs> and you can start hearing it come out. Her stepmom for, let's just say it right now, has the greatest, the greatest Queen's accent that you could ever imagine. So just imagine how Alex is like... Oh my God, when it starts to come out, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I don't even realize it, but 
anyway, I am really excited for all of you to join us and get to listen to all of the journeys that we talk about because we really do... A lot of our guests, I mean, we just have them start from the beginning of their lives. And it's so interesting to see how people's lives play out. Totally. um, I hope that you get to learn a lot and get some advice. Yeah. Maybe you need advice and you can get it from some of our guests. Yeah, I don't know if I can provide that. I mean, we can give you skincare advice for (laughs) sure. We can give you brow advice for sure. Relationship advice, maybe. Career advice, working on it. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) But we can, we'll do what we can for sure. Yeah. And then the things that we can't teach you, we bring in incredible guest experts. So we have, like we were saying before, so many of like the smartest, most incredible people that are, we're so lucky to call our friends now. But, um, you know, instead of just us bitching and moaning about things, we're like, well, let's bring on somebody who actually knows and can tell us why things are instead of us just, you know, making shit up and getting more and more mad finding solutions to problems hopefully which is what we really try to get to the bottom of and my personal favorite part of our podcast are our segments I know that's like your favorite too for sure the segments is like what made me want to do the podcast I was like we need to talk more about just differences and similarities and hilarities that come within being in a multicultural world and being in multicultural relationships and just things that you don't know until you get to know one another, right? Until you become true friends with one another. Like, Totally. It's one thing when it's like, oh, my friend, you know, so-and-so from class. But it's another thing when they invite you into your home and, like, you see, you know, different smells and different traditions and different, yeah. you know, all those cool things. But also, like, it, let's explain our segments. Okay, so. You <laughs> <laughs> love them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just thinking about this this morning because to me it just... I love it. Okay, so one of my favorite segments is called Milk with Your Dinner. (laughs) And Milk with Your Dinner comes because when I was a kid growing up, and probably you guys too, maybe you didn't notice it, maybe you didn't, but in all of the movies in the 80s, like these white families would have glasses of milk on their dinner table. And I just never really, like we didn't grow up drinking milk out of like a whole glass of milk period, let alone with your dinner. Like that was just never something that would ever come across my us our household period just didn't happen and it was this thing that like I didn't do you know like watching movies I knew that things that happened that was reflected back to me some things were real some things were false like some things I saw within the black community like were true and other things were just made up and so this milk with your dinner thing I thought was one of those things that was made up it was just like put there to be like a wholesome family and then when I started dating my partner who's a white man his ass loves milk (laughs) Loves dinner all the time, not necessarily with his dinner, with his dessert, like in the middle of the day, like dessert cereal. Bitch, I would never drink a whole glass of milk. Period. No, no, I don't think I ever have. No. And so the more I would ask my friends who were also in multicultural relationships specifically about this one thing was milk. (laughs) Does your white man (laughs) drink milk? (laughs) I found more often than not they would laugh and be like, "Bitch, what is with white guys and milk?" (laughs) It's a thing. It's a thing. And so I just, it became this funny thing that we laugh about, but I would think what else is out there that we can just like laugh about, about differences. Like, Turns out there's lots of there's things. There's so many things. Like what hair? If you're a woman of color, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Black ladies, put your hands in the air. We don't leave the house with our hair wet. Never. Not once. We just don't do it. Growing up in a small town, we were the only black family and I would always see like white girls at school with wet hair. And I was just like, this is so fucking fascinating. What is that? Like, and then like, what do you do? With that? And then what do you do? It just dries like that. 
So super silly, but just ways I think that we can talk and laugh and get to know each other and become more, you know, working more towards a, a more perfect union. The United I wanted States to be like, America. so we can really like learn about each other. Nothing to learn about going to school with your hair wet. You're just going to school with your hair wet because you're lazy or you're late. <laughs> but you could. That was the difference is that you could. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was, that's a privilege. I there was like some <laughs> good privilege. background I could tell you. Like when you told me about how you care for your hair, there's like a science to all of it. There's oh, no- you mean white supremacy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But even when you were like, yes, I sleep with the bonnet because it yes. doesn't get my hair messed up. Yes. Why do you go to school with your hair wet? I have no reason. Well, because your mama did. stopped sleeping with the bonnet. That was the problem. Yeah. Y'all stopped going to bed with your hair and curlers and the bonnet. Yeah. Do you see, guys, we learned about bonnets together. I'm not going to lie. I've come to work once or twice with my hair wet and I'm like, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I was running late. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, no but it's fun and we learn a ton which is so great we do yes um our other segment which i really love is i didn't know then but i'm older now yes and it's when we discuss things that we did when we were younger sometimes it's just something we used to do like a couple years ago exactly sometimes it was last week yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but mostly i know for myself it's like things i did as a preteen or like an early teen like either fashion or 20s yeah (laughs) either like weird fashion decisions or just like dumb shit i would do yes or just terrible life decisions like letting that man tickle your feet through the window that happened in community college when he told you that it happened oh no my family's gonna know now (laughs) that happened there's weird people out there you know you're just young sometimes and you don't know stuff no but then we had a great guest on who told us about the time that the man asked her to stand on her his chest and came to find out that that was some sort of fetish what was it like stomping crushing something called stomping or called stomping you see so guys the more we share the more we learn i was just power. had but fetish guy our friends um kirsten had stomping fetish guy now y'all bitches know. Don't let men touch you in weird places. No. Don't. Also, that was the weird early aughts. Maybe the young people time. know better it was now. A weird time in life, and the internet wasn't the same. I would have yeah. known maybe more it's things. True. Your Nokia fucking phone like didn't have enough like shit. minutes. Yeah. No, no minutes. Yeah, you couldn't even call nobody, girl. Nights and weekends only. <laughs> you know. So what else? Um, Okay, so this episode that we're sharing with you guys today is really special because another fun thing that we do monthly is we have our beauty guru bestie, Sabrina Rowe Holdsworth, stop by. Sabs is an incredible celebrity hair and makeup artist. She did your and my makeup for the artwork that y'all are looking at and her hair. And she works with all of your faves, faves. She works with Phoebe Robinson. She works with Alana Glazier. She works with fucking any, all your faves, faves, everybody. So... We're so lucky that we get to call her a good friend. And she comes to answer you guys' listener letters, all of your beauty questions, your skincare questions, your hair questions, your nail questions, whatever you guys got. We can answer it. Sabs can answer it. Yes. And Sabs also happens to be the owner of Natural by Sabs, an incredible hair and skincare line. So today, you guys are going to learn about Natural by Sabs. We're going to interview our little friend. I love it. It's a great product line. It's an incredible product line. It's for all types of curly hair. So I have, you know, kinky, curly, African-American hair, black hair. Alex has wavy, beautiful blonde hair. That's really nice. My hair is really dried out from bleaching it. And (laughs) it's more straight than anything. When I'm lucky, it gets a wave. No, it's wavy. It's wavy and gorgeous. But we both have products that Sabs, Natural by Sabs, we can use in our 
our hair we both use the shampoo yeah i don't think that's really been done where like a line truly can be used on anyone yes for sure my boyfriend loves his his uh soap on a rope as he calls it his shampoo bar (laughs) Um, but she just makes incredible hair and skincare products and so we thought that we'd have Sabs on today speaking from a business standpoint as an entrepreneur introduce her to you guys and then you get to hear I guess like the trifecta of who you can expect on the show for sure at least once a month the three of us always the two of us sometimes we have some other guest stars too so that's it it gets real fun so You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our very first episode on the Exactly Right Network. I'm getting really emotional right now. I'm going to try not to cry. (laughs) I'm really excited. And yeah, we're just excited to be here. So listen to our episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the outro. And we love you guys. See you on the flip side. Bye. So Sab, so you were our, our inaugural guest for the first episode ever, ever, ever of the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast, and cool. that, and we were just talking about how we just, you know, I was like, can I just come over? You can do my hair and tell me about your life. And now look where we are. I know. I love that that was the first episode. I know. And now it's a new first. I know. I'm really excited. I was really happy that you guys asked me to do it. Obviously, you have had access to some incredible people, but I'm better than them. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way fucking cooler. um, No, it means a lot. And, you know, you could have asked anyone, and I appreciate that you guys asked me. Oh, we love you. And also, I think that we have a really... I don't know. I think the people's like to hear us all together. My sister tells me that they're her favorite episodes when the three of us are together. Because we're fun. Because we're really fun. Probably because we're really friends. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it's very easy to listen to us fuck around. True. It's true. (laughs) It's literally what we do is fuck around. I know. Okay. So Um, why don't we start at the beginning? Even though you told our listeners before about the beginning of your journey, I feel like let's. we're introducing you, the first time I guess is like this fantastic celebrity hair and makeup artist, and now you still are those things, but you have your incredible line, and you're starting a different... I know, I'm now a founder. You're, so, <laughs> you're I don't a founder. Really know. It's, it's so interesting because the brand, the beauty brand is under my existing business, and I did that on purpose because I uh, started a new business during a pandemic like a psychopath, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know... Eventually, someday it'll have to be its own entity. But for now, um, it is under my existing business. And, you know, I was like, how am I going to put this on Instagram? Like, you know, when you're like describing yourself, I hate doing that part. Obviously, I don't like the heat. I don't want that smoke. Um, (laughs) I don't I don't love that kind of attention. But at the end of the day, these are my formulations. This is my baby. It means the world to me. I know that I'm super privileged to have been able to do this in a time where so many people lost their jobs. And I was like, I'm going to use all the money that I have (laughs) and turn them into little black bottles of product. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because, again, I'm a psychopath. Um, So... Uh, I was talking to a friend and she was like, you're, you know, you founded a brand. I was like, oh, that's, that is what I did. I founded a brand. Um, but it's I, a big I, deal. I, yeah. I don't know if I have myself 
listed as founder or mother or what it is but it, it is a big deal well that's what i wanted to put mother because everybody's always like oh you're happily married where are the kids and i'm like that's why i'm happily married yeah <laughs> <Same, laughs> don't try to sell me your life honestly, honestly. Can, I, can i say something real fast about um yes. the natural by sab's nourishing conditioner so remember i bought a, a second one off of you and then I moved yes, like crack. and I've been living in limbo and I had used the very last of my old bottle and I didn't know where I had packed the new one. And I just didn't wash my hair for many days oh, until no. I found Because I oh, didn't want to use anything else. I've gotten very attached to it. Oh, and when oh, I found that... it two days ago, the way that I yelled out, Kyle was like, what happened? I'm like, just hair conditioner. That's great. And I'm glad that you love it as much as I do. It certainly loves your tresses. Because the ends of your hair are looking not ratchet at all. It's <laughs> it's honestly impressive. not ratchet. It, well, it's no, also the no, oil. Also, we did good color. color. Like we didn't overlap. Like I just think it's one yeah. step in the right I direction this, of your hair journey. I go to this with, gal who's just great with color. It's just like the greatest color. It's just great. But I, I have to give credit to all of the beautiful, incredible colors that train me and let me watch them and you know Aww. listen to my you know, million questions because I'm so painfully annoying when I'm trying to learn something. <laughs> okay, so Seb, so take us from, take us to the beginning. Take us to, start from the beginning and we'll work your way, we'll work our way forward. I know, like we were saying before, like you did this once before, but why don't we just like kind of do it one more time for the people who maybe didn't listen to episode one, but then take us in the middle of your journey, let's take I'm a hang give you a short version because I'm like, y'all can listen to that episode. Oh, like, stop. I'm so how are we going to take up your, how are we going to take up your time with you no, here? No, no. Um, I mean, there's plenty to talk about. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? We could just talk about conditioner about, for an hour. We don't need to talk about like my you, origin. You talk about how you want to. And we can direct yeah. them. We can direct the we'll, listeners we'll to direct the first episode. We'll direct them to the first episode, but it doesn't matter. You you are being yeah, broadcast. Yeah, because that was such an organic moment. Like yeah. it would feel Sabs, very. Just just start. Look, you. We love you, Sabs, but this is the format. What's your name? Who are you? Where are you from? Start at the beginning. Okay. This bitch trying to jump shit. Is, like, I know. like bye. Wow. Like bye. You know me, bitch. You know me. You can look me up. Google me. No. <laughs> Tell them. Oh, Who are you? Actually, that was my client. My old client, Jess White, <laughs> said that on an episode of like Tyrell on MTV. That's hilarious. <laughs> and they were like, "Who is you?" And she was like, "Google me." And then she told me it was like a scripted reality show. I'm like, "Oh, I love I that." I love that. Anyway. Um, so my name is Sabrina Rowe Holdsworth, which is my married name. Mm -hmm. It used to be just Sabrina Rowe, which for business, it is still Sabrina Rowe. Shout out to Winston. Um, I'm very, I'm a very proud daughter. I am originally from the Bronx, New York. I'm 100% a New Yorker through and through. Um, I was born to two Latin parents. One is Puerto Rican. My mom is from Puerto Rico and my dad is from Panama. So he's Afro-Latino, um, and he just is like, I'm black, y'all. I'm African. <laughs> um, he's very much doesn't subscribe. He's like, I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know anything else. He won't even speak Spanish to strangers. Um, yeah, he gave that up years ago. He's like, no, nope, I've had enough trouble. I'm just going to be black. Leave me alone. Um, the limbo wasn't cute. I get it. I live in limbo. Um, but, uh, yeah, I am a third-generation hairstylist. 
So my grandmother was the first, um, but I'm sure I, there's plenty more because like I have a cousin who was a barber, like it's very much a Latin thing to do hair. Mm. And so then my mother did hair and um, where my grandmother's passion was hair. My mom did it because it was a job. She immediately yeah. had a job in her mother's salon. And oh, was your you grandma up in the Bronx doing hair? No, no, they were in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, they eventually came to New York, but she she uh, worked in Puerto Rico, then from Puerto Rico to like a quick pit stop in New York. And then they, my mom grew up actually in Chicago mm -hmm. um, and like went to high school there, which is so bizarre, and then came back to New York. So my grandma had salons in both Chicago and I believe in New York. Mm -hmm. She died before I was born, so I don't like have full tea on her mm -hmm. full disclosure um full she was on her. welcoming of the melanin mm. um so we never really got that deep about her right um because i think it was a source of strain in my parents relationship yeah um but anyway um yeah, yeah so one would say that hair you know or beauty rather was in my bones yeah because before I wanted to be a hairstylist, I just happened to be good at it because I had mixed texture. And, you know, at the time growing up in the 80s and 90s, I didn't, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, there were certainly plenty of mixed kids, but there wasn't like, you know, now we have brands called mixed chicks. Right. So like it is very much, uh, you know, a relevant conversation, all of the different iterations of curl. Yeah. And I grew up where you're like black or you're Puerto Rican. And so either you have black hair or you have Puerto Rican hair. And so I had sort of the mix mm -hmm. um, where it is extremely fine curly hair. So now like, you know, it's very clear people are like, Oh yeah, you have mixed, you're mixed. Right. You know, then it was like, why is your hair so soft? You must got Indian in your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but too, is back um, back in the day there, like even, I mean, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So when we got a shelf in a Walmart, it was a very big deal. But like there wasn't, I mean, there was like blue magic. There was like the pink stuff. Oh, of course. There was. Yes. Um, Queen Helene, baby. Queen yeah, Helene. Yeah, and then that's not even before we start talking about the relaxers, right? Like there just wasn't. And I like, used to buy the and olive what oil do. hair masks from the. Ethnic section. Ooh, you have See, an ethnic never section. Scared. I was never scared. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna have black friends. I was like, just like, I'm gonna grease my scalp tonight. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're like, I don't know what edges are yet, but I will. <laughs> I just remember being like, I need something for my dry ends, and this seems like it will work. Yeah. How'd it work? It was great. Did you see? But, but there wasn't a ton. There just wasn't, at the time, there wasn't a lot of different types of product at all. Like, we all had a big joke about, about, frizz, about, like, frizzies. Like, three girls with three different types of hair, and all of us and went into the CVS, yeah. like, yo, can I get the frizzies? Is it going to make my hair beautiful and shiny and no. glowy like this lady? Okay, but also, <laughs> full disclosure, the picture that they do, like, the before, like, your yeah. crazy, frizzy hair, and then the after, I'm like, guys. Yeah. No. Don't do that to black children. <laughs> That's rude as hell. Yeah, honestly. It's like, Even how are you going to lie? Like, don't do don't that lie. to them. Like, there's no, straight not, no straightener. Like, she didn't blow dry that shit. Like, they packaged that. Like, you exactly. ran it through your hair. And, you, and that was and it. And you, you were, were that was it. You were a mermaid. So, Sam, <laughs> do you know my hair pretty well? Do you know my hair very well? Yes. But when yes. I was, like, going through puberty, my hair was very strange. It was, um very wavy and unruly and frizzy 
<laughs> just for like a couple years. And I remember buying like Frizzies made some like creamy product that you pumped out. Yeah, the pump, the pump. It made my hair just look greasy and frizzy. Like of it, just, it, it was horrible. yeah, because it, it wasn't heavy enough. I know, like now, obviously that I know about product, I have a completely different sort of uh, uh, an impression of the mm. product. But I realized, like, okay, this is what was not happening it wasn't heavy enough to weigh down the frizz but it was oily enough to make your hair appear oily so it was like so strange not enough emulsifier um and was it just silicones yes but it's i mean obviously i don't know the exact formula so i don't want to go too deep but it just it was it was a good idea just not executed well well and it was like what else was there at the time you know it's funny because and trust, like- the thing is that free frizzies did work for some people mm-hmm. so if you were lucky to fall into that category you're like this is the truth who was it this I'm stuff is amazing people. i've Listen, yet to meet one. i had a woman maybe six or seven years ago um and that seems like a long time when I say it now because we've had <laughs> such a fucked up year. Right. Um, the year like aged us all for ten years, but the she brought in. She was from overseas, from London, mm-hmm. and she bought me frizzies for her blow dry. Hmm. And right. I was like, okay. But... <laughs> How did And go? then I remember seeing her walking down the block, and I was like, you know, she's like, yeah, because this makes my blow dry last really long and all i was thinking was yes perhaps in london where the water is different and the humidity acts differently clip two gave her her blow dryer she was like it is quite expensive for blow dryer not here Mm -hmm. welcome gave her blow dryer (laughs) and i remember seeing her like two days later with her hair curly walking with her man and i was like see i told you one the last you thought you were gonna get that same oh, situation all right and that's yeah. very interesting like the humidity, humidity and all these in things. new york is very different so yeah. like i said there were plenty of women yeah. that were like frizzies is the truth right but it won't yeah be. not in new york yeah Mm-mm. so you're growing up in the bronx and you are um, when you were in high school, is that when you started to kind of like toy around with hair? Because like, as you're kind of taking us down and saying that your hair, you know, didn't really fit into any one category. So did you take it upon yourself to figure it out? Um, I would not say that I figured anything out. I think I was just <laughs> experimenting and I went to an art school. So, um, makeup and like wig work and, um, you know, sort of character stuff was oh, part of my that? curriculum. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> Nice. LaGuardia <laughs> for the performing arts. Um, which yeah, y'all know the fame school. Um, I did not graduate though. Like I just want full disclosure because I think everybody gets super excited when they're like, oh my god, I went there. Oh, I wanted to go there. And like I was not some like success story out of LaGuardia and had like, you know, a Timothy Chalamet moment. Like, no child. I went to LaGuardia, like a lot of LaGuardians appreciated the program but i was going through a lot of personal shit at home so i did not make it to continue like i didn't finish mm-hmm. i dropped out and got my gd mm-hmm. um, and uh then i really like went hard and like trying to figure out a job and a situation and that's when all that stuff that i'd learned there became like okay so this will just be my passing through stuff like i didn't go to prom i did some of my friends for prom mm-hmm. you know 
And like, instead of having a sweet 16 or a quince, which, you know, I'm not Mexican, but like, you know, my parents were like, you can have a sweet 16. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I want a box of makeup. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. I, want <laughs> I wanted a kit. Yeah. I was very like, listen, I'm going to be famous someday. So I need to be able to make myself look good because I don't think anybody's going to be able to handle my All this. Know. Nobody can handle all this, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me handle Which myself. Which is totally not true. There are plenty of incredibly talented hair and makeup artists yes, out there. Yes, but you But had, I was just so insecure yes. and you know, just having a mom that didn't understand my hair and, you know, my sister's hair texture was different. Like I'm, I'm, I come from a big family and we all have different hair being mixed. Mm. So it was like, you know, from like four, four C to like two, mm. you know, like it was a, a run of the gamut. And for those that, of you that don't know what those um, numbers mean, it just means from like as coiled, curly as possible to as straight like as straight of a wave you could imagine possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you lay on it and it's straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hair in a ponytail and it falls straight. Right, right, you know, right. Like you it's lay that on kind it of wave. Straight. It's not really a wave, but it's enough that we can mention that it's a wave. Right. Okay. Um, and then, so, so, all right, continue. So you, um, what was next for you after... Oh, like high school I mean, and like you got your kit from your mom and then like where did your well that was the start school? of my kit because okay. that, that wasn't like my real kit it was just like it really like wet my palette and got me like really into sort of playing with makeup and playing with realizing that like it could be a supplement you know of my income mm -hmm. um and so like a fast forward because I don't really want to like rehash every step in my it's like yeah. not no. Like, not my fuzzy warm place. Yeah, take um, us where I've you want to take been us. 20 years doing this shit. So, yeah. Um, I, it basically like it really sort of set off when my mom fell ill with cancer. And then I realized, like, okay, I have to step up for my family and I've got to be an adult now. Um, which just meant, like, you know, the money I made wasn't just mine. Like, the money I made was for me to help my dad, for, you know, for my siblings to not feel that pressure because like my sister was going to college and like mm -hmm. trying to figure out her shit. My brothers were still, still in parochial high school and I had to help them, you know, with their tuition and stuff. Um, and I realized like, okay, like I can actually make money doing this. And even like, even at that point, I still thought it was like a pause. I did not, it took me so long to realize like, girl, this is your life now. Well, what did you think that you were gonna do? What was the- I, I thought I was gonna be an actress, singer, dancer, lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, if I don't, you know, do like work in performing arts, um, I was like, I'm gonna actually finish college and go to law school. Mm -hmm. um, and that is 100% not what happened. I've dropped in for a million classes and I, can probably fake it really well but yeah she's no lawyer um but I she mean, can write pretty well there's um, a lot there's like so many there's too many lawyers right now from what i understand in this country oh, really? so, yeah i think you dodged you a, made bullet, a good girl. choice i think you made, i think yeah i think so i've been talking to a lot of people because this is a path that i hear a lot of specifically women because i work with women like if you have a certain amount of like intelligence and you're in a place in your life where like you're not necessarily sure where you want to go I think law school is like sort of an obvious option there's of just so like, much information. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, well, there's a lot I can do with it. So I can much. like continue and this. And you can use it for so many things. Exactly. 
exactly. So I know a lot of women that are similar to us that like almost went down that path or were very close to going down that path. We've spoken. I took the fucking LSAT three times. Bitch thought she was going to law school. And I know. I'm like, it's, so, it's, it's like, I, that for me, when you told me that, I was like, see. You're like, like that makes sense. There's so <laughs> much sense. It makes so right? much sense. Right? But I, I say that because I, I, don't think I'm happy that it wasn't the path that you took. You know, I'm happy that it wasn't the path oh, that ended you, up for buddy. you. Honest. No, honestly, because I hear Same, you say the that. Path I'm just you're like, on is so meant for you. Yes, I think, I think so too. Yeah, Since I'm oh, thank it, just you guys. Sense. Yeah, I mean, some but I can days also see I it think, being yeah, a really good lawyer. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Um, I think when you come from you know, parents that are born, I mean, like my mom is technically, you know, was born a citizen, but um, because it's still like a territory and not like mainland, you know, there is that immigrant mentality that's forever etched in her mind and my father's mind being born out of the country, um, born and raised because my dad didn't come to the States till he was 30. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, obviously in wanting to make them proud, it's like, be famous, which is a hood mentality thing. Yeah. I think any person of color that's come from the hood and like has a little bit of skill doing anything, whether it be singing or dancing or acting or drawing, or you're like, be famous because this is like, you know, you think it's like this quick pipeline to money where right. you can save everybody and buy everybody a house. Right. Um, but in reality, well, you end up doing, I mean, sometimes, yes, they win and they become famous and they love it and it's great and whatever. But a lot of times it's, you know, you're like, you just want to do something that makes them proud. Yes. And every sacrifice that they've made worth it. Yes. To some degree. And so while I am extremely proud of what I've done, um, I think that there's always going to be a little bit of a chip on my shoulder because I was a little bit like a nerd um, that I didn't do something more like socially impactful, like yeah. where I love my job. And I, the thing is like, when you go through a global pandemic, you realize like you just play with curls and lipstick. Mm. Like you're literally not saving anybody's ship. And when the chips all fell and we realized like who actually is essential, that was where I was like, oh my God, I am so not essential. Even though I think what I do carries value mm -hmm. it's vapid and what can I do to like you know use what I know and marry the scientific part of my brain and the creative part of my brain and do something you know do something that I feel will be important without having to touch people because you know, for a long time, like, I, I was legally not allowed, yeah. we're not allowed to touch people. Yeah. And I've touched people for 20 years. Yeah. So it's like, you know, one of those things, I mean, over 20 years, but 20 years, I say that because I've been credited for 20 years, like, I count the year that I was first published as my first year, but I was doing hair and makeup, you know, easily six years before that. Mm -hmm. um, just like, you know, it was trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of that first five years, <laughs> 10 years was trash. Um, I feel like I just got good 10 years ago. Um, but uh, um, that's how my brand was born. Natural yeah. by Sabs was born out of like the need for me to do something that was passive, that you know, allowed me to utilize the scientific part of what I've learned um, in this business and through my studies all over the world and be able to fill a hole that I thought should be filled 
um, in the in the beauty business and to be, you know, a, a true entrepreneur and and show. I'm gonna get emotional. I'm PMSing, so please do not. Oh, stop! Uh, you can show emotions. Me. It's okay. <laughs> no, I know, but I don't love that. Um, oh, we love you. But it it was really important for me to show other children of immigrant parents that, you know, even if it isn't, you're not the lawyer, engineer, doctor that a lot of them want. Yeah. If you you can do something and be be the first to do something. You know, I'm the first in my family to start a brand yeah. I'm the first and and that that I formulated myself which is insane you know yeah. um, and it, I am super proud of that and yeah and in the middle of the pandemic in the middle of the pandemic I would call Sabs and be like what are you doing she's like bitch I'm learning chemistry get off the phone I can't talk to you right now and I'm like all right girl let oh me know when God, you're ready I know it's like fitting I'm like I yes. cannot talk I'm sorry yeah. I'm literally like with beakers right now yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> which is so awesome it's so so yeah. awesome it's, yeah was that part of your inspiration for starting this line or what kind of was this something you wanted to do like forever and you just never had the yes, time to but mm -hmm. i i never um i honestly thought i would do it like when i was much older mm -hmm. um i was like yeah it's something that i'll toy around with when i'm older and i like have more of a name um so that people are like oh she did it i'm buying it mm -hmm. done you know because just being a part of this industry and entertainment and beauty, I'm very aware of like the bottom line. People love to be told what to do, mm -hmm. especially love to be told what to do by a familiar face. Mm -hmm. So Taraji did a yes. hairline. Taraji's hairline's doing well. Yeah. We don't know Taraji for hair, uh -uh. like, but we love her hair. Yes. And we love her looks and we love what she serves. So we're like, we co-signed tar Taraji. Totally. You know? And, and we're also I, in an age of like a lot of misinformation. There's a, like the, the consumer is very smart right now. And all they have to do mm -hmm. is turn over the bottle and do a Google. And so people want to know who's selling, like who's making this product that I'm buying. Do I believe them and the ingredients that they're putting it's, in it? Exactly. And so I, I will use it. That's you know? more it. Like, and to your point, which I think is really important, which I definitely want to touch on is how the buyer is smart. Yes, the buyer is much more educated, like more than any other time before. But I will say that this is a double-edged sword mm. because I, in in my own education, uh, formulation education, chemistry education, a lot of times what you read on the bottle, A, you don't know the percentages. B, you don't know what that product does. Mm. And we know these names, some of them, we know the names to do something different. Mm -hmm. So for example, alcohol, like in black hair care, we're all like, no alcohol. I don't want no alcohol. Mm -hmm. Ladies, yes, you do. Mm. Alcohol is a preservative. It is a naturally occurring preservative. Mm -hmm. It is not drying your product out because you'd have no product. Yeah. It is helping preserve your product so we can use less garbage in that product. Mm -hmm. So yes, you do. It can't all be oil. Yeah. It is going to rot. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, you want it natural. You want it with crazy results. And you want it to last for the four years that it stays in your cabinet. Right. You yes. With 17 yes. other products. <laughs> yes. And I'm sorry, but that's just not the case. Like, yeah. for me, I was like, I, like, which I do for my line use, almost entirely organic or, like, 
organic substitute or acceptably um, used products like ingredients and everything. But I can't, could not afford to get all of my products examined to get this stamp of like yep. USDA organic. Like people don't realize that. I'm like, yeah. it, it's like you, you want it to be natural and you want it to be amazing. And it's like, I am using those ingredients, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the point is at the end, and this is where I'm like systemic, like there, there are so many things to say about why we have what we have as a people, especially as a black people. Like I need that aunt with money. Mm -hmm. I need that uncle with money. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. So basically I used my entire life savings to create a brand that I'm proud of, but I can't even tell you that all the products are organic because I can't afford to. Yeah. This yeah. is the reality that I live That's in. So yeah. and, it, and it made me check myself because I'm like, look at all these products that a, first of all, like we've all used shit. Mm -hmm. Like we all use garbage, mm -hmm. daily use garbage. Nobody yeah. is not using some kind of garbage. Yes whether it be their toothpaste or whatever. Yes. But we're comfortable with that garbage. Right. But now because like, you know, in beauty, we're like, Stop. we got bloggers who like rip, you know, ingredients to shreds. And like, yeah. they'll tell you, oh, well, this is what this does. And I'm like, Queen, are you a formula? Like, do yes. you know a percentage that this person is working with? It just- Do you makes... even know hair? Do you right. even know hair? And you don't. Besides you know your, your own hair. hair. Yes, you yes, know yes. yes. Yes, and you just and know what you think looks good. Fucking everything. It's so irritating. That you're a hairdresser, and it's like, no. Yes. We don't get to like pick and choose who sits on our chair all the time. Yes. Yes. I have a very diverse chair, which means I've had every race, every religion, every creed. I have a private studio, so I have many women in hijab come here and get their hair done. Mm -hmm. I have many Jewish clients who send me their wigs or come in here for their wigs. Mm hmm. This is a reality. I know things about scalps that like people would not want me to share. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's just always so much more to the story. And we get very hung up on canceling and Ugh. this is good and this is bad. And I'm like, every, different strokes for different folks. Yes. And we need to remember that at, this is a capitalist country. Yeah. And there is a lot that goes into someone bringing a product to market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm small people like, oh, are you going to be retailing in a bunch of, no, no guys. Do, do I want to get picked up by the targets and Sephora's and et cetera, the big box retailers? Yes. Someday. Yeah. But it means that I would need the amount of product that this little pocket cannot afford. Yeah. She cannot afford. I don't believe in going to going into heavy debt to make this a reality. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm in comfortable debt now. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't before. Yeah. You know, well, but it's that's a lot also of optics, right? Oftentimes it's like the you know, I remember my cousin, my little cousin came to New York for the first time a couple, like maybe last Christmas, and she's like, Oh girl, you know, looking up at the buildings, don't you wanna don't you want a true beauty up there? I said, Bitch, no. I want my overhead to be as low as possible. Like when Correct. I first started, yes, I wanted all these big things. I wanted, you know, the glass all this shit to show bitch i want to make money i don't care Thank what the you. optics are and it's exactly yes and, and a do lot of big what box a lot of stores, people don't yes. know yes girl is that when you sell to big retailers like mm -hmm. that the margin is terrible which means what you make on each item is so low that basically all it is is broad advertising mm -hmm. yes it is the way that you put into a business plan here give me more money because these people want my product mm -hmm. that's all it is like it takes so long for you to actually go green from the red and 
like natural isn't anywhere near there, but I am so incredibly proud of what's inside these products. So I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to bring more products to market. Everybody's asking me about styling, styling, styling. I'm like, here's the thing as a, a hairstylist and a, a, you know, cosmetologist of many years, what I think is the most important thing and every stylist that has sat behind a chair in a salon will agree with me is it starts with your shampoo and conditioning ritual. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. Healthy hair is not something I can give you. Healthy <laughs> hair is a practice between you, the products you choose to put in your hair, the things you put in your mouth and you drink and you smoke, etc. And then the like treatments that you apply to said hair. Like it's not a one-step process and it really, the, the great responsibility relies in the user, in the consumer. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like everybody wants me to be like, yes, my product is going to save you. And it may band-aid the situation because they are incredible products. But if you have terrible like shampoo and conditioning Basically, if you have poor habits, which means you don't shampoo enough, you, you know, shampoo too much, you under condition, you over condition, you eat poorly, you party every week, every weekend, every night, however, like no judgment, but don't expect to have healthy anything. And product <laughs> is that. I'm like, yeah. I've done it all the ways, guys. I've done mm -hmm. the legwork for you. Bottom <laughs> line is, you, I, this is how it is. It's true. Yes. I don't have easy hair. I've never had easy hair. Good product makes me feel better about life, but it never will solve the fact that I have not easy hair to maintain. Curly hair is it is high maintenance. We don't live in the bush and we don't live in a society where our hair can just be what it is. Mm -hmm. Like we have to whip it into submission because this is what we have been conditioned to do. And so that's why she got locks on her head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done subscribing to these I got like time. Western I ideals got of time. beauty. I love these locks. I, I don't like, I had my model today ask me if my hair is real and I'm like, why is it relevant? I just put all this fake shit on your face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is your face real? It's, but it you know what I mean? This yeah. is something that as a black woman, especially, and as a woman in general, in beauty, you constantly have to come come up against. And it's like, she didn't mean anything by it. Right. She's not American. Yeah. Like, you know, she her English is not great. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, she, she just was curious. Yes. She was curious. And... You know, it wasn't my time to teach her a lesson in like, yes. <laughs> like this was you tired. Know, I'm like, you wouldn't want anybody to ask you what you are. Or you, you wouldn't know? want right. anybody to ask you like if your hair is fake. I could I never imagine asking somebody like a because stranger. you're black. Because you're black. Yeah. It doesn't occur to us because it we don't we're not in the position to ask stupid questions like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, lady, like listeners, I love you and I appreciate you being curious, but that's what fucking Google is for. Do not disrespect any black or brown woman. If you don't fucking know, look it up. Don't ask her. She's not here to teach you about her hair. Also, why she's can't people just you. say, I love your hair? Thank you. Why yeah. does it have like, to it, be like... About, that's what she said after. I love your hair. Why did you need to know if it was real? Yeah. Wait, real quick, I had a client the other day who was black and she was saying how she's like, I really have been loving like experimenting with different wigs. And she's like, I do it myself. So it doesn't look good. You could see the lace or whatever. And she was, and I was like, and I, looked, and I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, but I didn't notice that. She's like, you didn't notice. I'm like, 
I don't know. I'm white, and maybe that's because I don't wear like, wigs. It's not something I would notice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she was dying, and I'm like, I see her it now, but like it's still no, because her girlfriends probably drag her ass. Like, bitch, you leave the house. It's like black women. We will drag each other to filth. Like, and it's also that is also conditioning. Is we yeah. don't let each other shine. We don't mm. let each other shine. That's also part of it. And so we make it a joke. Like, obviously, like, we do it to each other. I yeah. love you to death. You like my That's sister. like the opposite, Sabs. You're also her wait, hair girl. I was, so wait, first like... of all, wait, I just have to say something. Sabs, you're not not letting me shine by telling me no, no, that no, no, my no, fucking no. edges it's are a mess. You're letting, and you're letting me shine. You're the, you're the opposite. Actually, <laughs> it's the opposite. You're like, girl, but why are you doing that to yourself? Friends, How we, like, drag each other. And we're like, A, on one side, we always want the best like, you know, we expect the best from the people that are around us. Yes. The people that we care for. But then B, like, it is also a, a traumatic conditioning that we no, have right. encountered as black women that we we are always the butt of a joke. Therefore, we can't just, like, let a sister rock if her lace is, like, <laughs> slipping. Mm-hmm. Like, if her lace is peeling up, like, you have to be the one to, like, lay it on her. And it's like, why? Mm. Like, granted, yes, I want you to tell me if my lace is... No, I know what you mean. No, I know exactly what you mean, because it always comes down to, like, it's one of the first things that you and I spoke about when we were talking... One of our first conversations Alex and I had, I was talking to her about, like, a hair wrap. And she was like, what's a hair wrap? I was like, you've seen women walking around with their hair wrapped. You probably just thought that it was a hairstyle. You didn't know what they're doing. But, like, if my mama saw me walking around with my hair wrapped, she would whoop my ass. And she's like, why? And I said, well, because she'd say, what would white people think? And Alex was like, but why? (laughs) Like, just it didn't click and then I thought well you're right like in in saying this out loud it doesn't make sense but it's conditioning in that like we have to present ourselves and you even said that you're like what because so you can actually be taken seriously like as a human it doesn't make any sense yes but like yes, yes. but that is what it is Do you know when you say it yes. out loud like that it sounds ridiculous but it isn't because this is the society that we live in Do you know exactly yeah and we're just all trying to like stay alive in it and <laughs> It's not the truth, basically. To me, it's really, I think it's super important, you know, to remind, I don't know. I I just love to have these conversations and call it what it is, like, you know, the joking and like all that stuff like that we do, because it is still a source of pain for a lot of women. There are still many women that wake up every day and I'm sure there are men too, but I'm more care about the women because I'm sorry like we're we're really at the bottom bottom of of it all um that you know wake up and they hate their hair mm-hmm. and they the way that they look and hair and and this is sort of like what you know when i realized like wow i'm like fully in love with this thing um hair is a way for us to like describe each other it's one of the, if not the first thing that anyone notices about you is your hair. Mm-hmm. Like you can, um, for example, uh, I, I was watching it like, um, it, it was like a docu-series or whatever. And um, uh, it was one of those crime shows, crime shows, crime mm-hmm, shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was basically about how, like, you know, in the lineup, in uh, uh what they're called the the ones that draw the like when you're the doing sketches a, yeah the police sketch mm-hmm. um they have a name i don't know if it's like Kr- 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 oh or, yeah no, i forgot no. what it is i, I don't want to say this guy uh they were interviewing was saying hair is one of the like 
best sort of usually one of the most accurate things that people describe hmm. because it's the thing that leaves the longest impression. Interesting. That's so interesting. Exactly. But so think God, about I brush it. my hair more. <laughs> if you were sending an Uber, if you were sending an Uber for me and you're like, yeah, but it's not me. It's a girl and she, what is one of the first things you're going to say? Oh, you'd say her hair color, at least. Exactly. Yeah. A brunette. It's the number uh, one yeah. thing. And so um, I saw another, um, yeah. like, in my many, many years of, like, sure. nerding out on, like, why we think what we think. Um, but, like, the whole, like, interview thing and interview culture and, you know, uh, and I think I told you guys about this before where it was, like, two women, same exact credentials, look really similar. They had these two women. It was, like, a sort of focus, focus group situation. Same, like, same exact credentials, the only difference was how they like each um, each wore their hair. Mm -hmm. So um, one woman, like they both had curly hair, but mm -hmm. could be straightened. So, you know, same interview, like went on the interview um, with curly hair and vice versa. So like two different employers, right, right, right. one woman with curly hair, one with, with straight hair. Each time the straight hair person won hmm. each time. The girl, when the girl wore her hair straight, she got the job. Yeah. And does it matter what her ethnicity was? No. Huh. Interesting. No. Why? Curly hair is perceived. So, is it, like wild? you know, it was based. Right. Mm. Right. That's wild. So unkempt. Mm. Free. Mm -hmm. not serious right i was thinking wild in like a good way but i guess they're but, obviously but, looking at right. it like that's why. what i think but yeah. a lot of times when people say wild they do not mean it in a positive well it's way. because we're and a three yes certainly because it's conformity right it's it's that exactly. curly isn't the norm it's the it's not the majority i should say it's not like, that it's there's not the norm. plenty of curly hair though no, that's like yes i don't know what the actual statistics are wait well in terms of like the the white beauty standard Cur right. curly, is, curly, curly is, is not, not it curly ain't it <laughs> um, that's why i was literally using a clothing iron yes. to straighten my hair when i was 12 years old yeah right because it's why we weird put wavy frizzy we hair. burn we put chemicals in our hair yeah, to, from the time that it. we're five years old to straighten it to yeah. fuck to burn your scalp like it's how many horrible. chemical burns have you irreparable, fucking had like it's insane damage. It's, it's insane yeah all of these you're absolutely right and i'm only i we live in brooklyn so it's easy to forget these things because we yeah. live in a place where um uniqueness is is uh, celebrated and you're rewarded for being unique and for being different i think 100%. I, th I think that we would all agree right mm -hmm. it's like probably one of the That's few places in the world here. right <laughs> well exactly. yeah and like it, she's a she's a magical multicultural bubble yeah, exactly yeah. right but it's you're absolutely right is it's not the norm it's so far from the norm that it shocks me which it means new york is doing its job i think but it's really um i told you again like my young cousin when she came to new york and she said you know elizabeth i love your hair but it, my mom would say that it was ghetto and it's like well it breaks my heart you know it yeah my heart. yeah i mean when i told my parents i was locking my hair the response was, and I knew it wasn't going to be a good response because if I ever wore braids, they'd be like, why are you doing that? Um, they were like, why? Mm -hmm. You have good hair. Mm. See-through. And I was like, <laughs> gotcha. 
That's why. That no, tell, right the there. People, tell the people, I don't want to sound mean. You're the one who said that to me. And it's the funniest thing I ever heard in my life. Or oh so I was just like, she's like, I yes, I can grow my hair long. And for that, I have quote unquote good hair, but it's see-through. She said that shit ain't thick. Exactly. It ain't luscious. This is, yes. It's so so to, to give context to what she's talking about, you know, I was telling her, that, you know, exactly that about like how like, oh, but your hair can grow. It can grow long. I'm like, so my hair is so fine that when it's long, it is literally see-through. There's a, it will continue to grow. Yes, I have hair I that imagine will. Imagine you having fine hair. Oh, it's so fine. It's. I'll. I'll show you. I'll show you a picture. Yeah. Um. It's so fine. And so basically, like the wind. Bl- it, if there's even I a know bit what it's like. There's a little it. bit of it's, wind. <laughs> but you have more than me. So you have fine really? hair. You have more of it. So wow. I have fine hair and I don't have a lot of hair. So it was like twofold and I'm like, cool, yeah, it can go on. Do you want to just see right through it? Exactly. Like, you want me to be that old that. hippie lady with her hair that's like, you know, like sweeping the floor, but it's like frizzy mm-hmm. and like literally can, you can see right through it. Like it's a, like, it's like, She's, um, she just those, got the joke. Curtains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing cute about that. And she showed me a picture. It really is because it's on her back. Just but as you can see through me, through it, it's so me yes, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to send it to you. It yeah. is not, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> and when I explain it, when I had it and I'd show people like, look at this white towel and look at, does that look like beautiful hair to you? (laughs) Yeah. But I get it. Some like everybody has, um, and, and I know that there are going to be people like that, that hear this and they're like, what? There is a point where everyone's hair stops growing. There are some people that have hair that will grow till, you know, longer than their height. It's not that common, but it's much more common, especially in curly and tech, like curly textured hair and same, I mean, really it's everybody, like everybody has a length that their hair grows to. Mm. Um, And depending on your height, it looks longer, shorter, whatever. Um, But there are a lot of coiled textures that won't grow long. It will never be long. It was not meant to be long. It was meant to grow up and out. Mm. And because of our Western styling, like ideals and like the way that we, you know, we picture beauty, like what we perceive to be beautiful based on this Westernized conditioning, um, you know, they're like, oh, you know, my hair's not beautiful because it's not long. And it's like, not all hair is supposed to be long, Mm y'all. But you can have long hair if you. Make an appointment with Sabrina Rose. I will weave your dreams. <laughs> but this is like, you know, yeah. that's why I really got like deep into extensions because I'm like, guys, it's it is a fact. Like, you're not gonna have some people, yes, are born with the hair that they want, but like mostly we're all like looking at over the fence, like the grass is greener yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a texture that I know, like, you know, my my sister loved. And, like, I have so many friends that were like, girl, I wish I had your hair. But then at the same time, like, I wish I had your hair. Your hair stronger than mine. Mm-hmm. When you have the hair and you deal with, like, I understand the benefits to them. Like, just, like, you know, being able to, like, use edge control. And it doesn't matter if it's good or not. Like, and my edges will mm-hmm. stay different. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I know that that's a benefit. But at the same time, it's like, I want thick cornrows. I will never have thick cornrows. Mm-hmm. Ever. Like, it will never happen. I will never straight cornrow my hair because 
it is just so much space. Mm-hmm. I look sick. Mm. <laughs> and that's when people realize how that. little hair I actually have. Yeah. I did it once. I did oh it God. once yeah. as an adult. And yeah. I don't I don't even know if there are pictures. Um, but I wanted to like see, like, oh well maybe maybe I do have more like density mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, child, no. Yeah, that's like, what, like if you someone could, tried to fringe braid my you hair. You could I just swim between the cornrows. <laughs> like, no, no. It you was know, so I'm... tragic. So yeah. I used that braid down to put throw a weave in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is trash. That worked. But, but you know, not... I think it's it's important. The, the reason I love to talk to you, Savs, about hair and everything is because, I don't know, it's this thing that we all have, and it's like very few people are lucky enough to just have hair that like just it does what you want it to do right it just works right like very very few of us especially if we're a person of color yo you need to know the secrets somebody's got to tell you because you're looking at these people like how the fuck are they doing it i walked around for years just like how are you doing it until i met sabrina and she told me all the damn secrets real braid lesson (laughs) like when i started braiding like my friend labise taught me how to braid Mm -hmm. purely because i was like getting bullied so bad Mm. and I loved seeing her braid her own hair I'm like this bitch can like she's sitting here and she braids her own hair (laughs) I'm like this is amazing I'm like girl can you show me Mm -hmm. or whatever and she did and I'm sure and it's so funny because now we're connected again on Facebook and I feel like I should send her a message like girl you realize that you taught me you changed my life I think she realized that she taught me how to braid and how much that did for me did you you say that to her? no I haven't but because I literally just got back on Facebook for the brand wait but while we're talking about that can you tell us about the line and the products that you have yeah i mean there's tons but um basically i mean i love them all but i i'm biased obviously i like the nourishing line (laughs) yeah the products are broken up into two like in my mind, not on the website. They're like, I'm going to go to your website. Like, no, they are not. Um, (laughs) Between the liquids and the solids. So I have liquid products um, that include, there are four of them. There's a hair oil called the Nourishing Rose Oil. Then there's my Nourishing Shampoo, um, the Nourishing Conditioner, which is the conditioner. If you highlight your hair, you need all the nourishing products. Yes, you do. I agree. Um, It was really about color... Like those products were about curls and color. Mm. And I was like, how can I solve a major issue? Like in, because I knew I didn't want a crazy long range and certainly not to launch with. I did launch with more products than I thought I would, but the stars were aligning. I was so happy with the formulas. And I was like, look, I have too many kinds of clients to be like, I have four products and none Mm. of them are for you. Yes. (laughs) I got to keep going. Got to keep going. Um, and so I have the soothing scalp shampoo. Um, and so those are the four. So I did those four products because I knew that if anyone was going to take me seriously, they needed to be able to consume a product in the way that they know, Uh which is in a liquid form. Um, The packaging is beautiful. It's matte black. I really spent a fortune on that. I love the products, Um, the packaging. It's really beautiful. It's very chic. 
PET, like so highly recyclable plastic, there is a huge plastic shortage right now because of COVID, mm. because of our relations with China. Thanks, 45. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it is very expensive because the bottles, just the bottles are so expensive. Mm -hmm. And the labels are really beautiful. And those are expensive as well because I wanted them to last in the shower. And then I wanted you to be able to take them off. So you didn't chuck your bottle. You saved your bottle mm. and you saved something else. So at the heart of like me wanting to do a line, which to return to your earlier question, yes, I always wanted to do a line. Um, I did think I was going to do it a lot older. Um, I'm turning 40. I was like, I want to start this conversation when I'm 50. Um, because I figured at that point, I'll be much more like known, which is so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'll, I'll have slowed down. I won't travel as much so that I can focus on, focus all my energies on, you know, formulating a beautiful line and have some money to boot. Mm -hmm. But then obviously everything like shook up. And then I was like, okay, girl, the universe is asking you basically how natural was born was these like, I was already taking formulation class because I was like, you know what? Like, I love the science anyway. So let me just like learn Something as much as do. I possibly can. Exactly. And then, you know, I can tinker for a couple of years and then, you know, figure it out. But then I was having these virtual consults for all of my clients that I couldn't see. And it's interesting because like when you know, the beginning of COVID and we went on serious lockdown, I had, it was like all these clients that I hadn't even seen in a long time reached out to me. Mm. And we're like, you know, they live in different cities now and they're like, well, it's virtual. I want to see Sabrina. Yeah. And it was so like, when I tell you, I mean, lit me up. Like I didn't even realize I'm like, y'all still think about me. Like Aww. you don't even live here. Like I love how hair and makeup has allowed me to touch so many people's lives and that in some ways that I remained memorable to them by doing something silly like hair and makeup um but anyways, because people I, I remember like, the way that you make them feel yeah do you know well yes yes and you and get to give people like the ultimate yeah. girl you make people feel like the shit like that's your that's job it's to make me when feel you did beautiful. my hair I felt like a fucking supermodel <laughs> yes Thank so of course that, like, people I was like doing shit like yes walking down yeah. the street. <laughs> and you need to know who the You're fuck was that girl flips. For sure. Yeah. Like, how can I feel like this all the time? Who is that girl that made me feel like this? I I'm honestly like, yes. Well, so Which is why they would have to do a product. Thank <laughs> you. Well, I was having these consults and I'm like, okay, you can get this, 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 and that. And then you can mix this and do this and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, girl, just tell me what to buy. Yes. I'm not going to mix anything. Just tell me what to buy. Tell me what to buy. Yes. And it just kept going like that. Like I'd give them all these instructions and how to do like an apple cider vinegar rinse on your hair to like, just get everything out, clean your scalp. If they're, they're suffering from dandruff or like psoriasis or anything like that, I'm like, okay, use this product. No, 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 no. And I realized, I'm like, girl, all you're doing, so, you know, I've charged, obviously, for these um, consultations, but then it's like, now I've given you a way to where to buy your mm -hmm. color, where to buy these products, and you're gone. Mm -hmm. You're gone. So I was just putting money back into the pockets of people that already have 
Lots of money. Yep. of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, I ain't got no generational wealth. So <laughs> then I was like, okay, queen. I like looked at my coins. I talked to Joe. I'm like, Joe, am I crazy? Should I do this? And he was like, if you're crazy, sign me up. I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so then it was like full steam ahead. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, to return to where I was, was the liquid products were for, it was important for me to do that because I really didn't want to, but it was important for me to do that so that people would trust the integrity of the product. Mm -hmm. um, and like me not push them too far with the shampoo bars, conditioner bars, lotion bars, and like oh, my yeah. bar, and yeah. my sustainable, like lower your carbon imprint life. Yeah. Um, so then, um, and which was the most important thing to me because I am, um, you know, a black woman with dreadlocks and I love doing protective styles on my clients and myself. Um, I was, I have been using shampoo bars for the last few years. Um, and I knew I'm like, I, I want an entire line of bars. I like really just wanted it to be a collection that was zero waste. That was like the dream. But I know the consumer and the consumer is like, bitch, what's a bar? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yo, sorry. I gave do... Kevin a bar and he goes, yo, I got my soap on a rope. I was like, shut up. Soap <laughs> <on a robe." laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but so first I, I, you know, I did the liquid so that you know, people would trust me and, um, the bars, the thing about, um, the collection is that there is this beautiful, sustainable, clean sort of aspect to it. Thus natural by Sabs and natural doesn't mean that the products are all natural, like, because there are obviously preservatives in the liquids. Like that's just impossible mm -hmm. not to, um, use some things, um, that keep it alive. Yeah. Mm. But I went as far as I possibly could in using natural ingredients. And truly the natural is about like bringing out what's beautifully natural about your hair, whether that be colored hair, your weave, your braids, <laughs> your fro. I love hair and I think it's all good. I'm not, I do not subscribe to you got that good hair. I don't subscribe to that because it is a horrible way to think about human beings. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's I, right. Yeah. Even if you're, like frizzy hair. Why are we so afraid I hate of that word? It is so frustrating as someone who is highly educated in hair and hair's chemistry that we consider these things that naturally occur error. Yeah. Oh. When it's a way for the hair to take the brunt of the natural elements. Wow. Like, coiled hair had a purpose. Yeah. It protected us from insects, sunburn, you know, dirt, debris. Yeah. There was a purpose behind this hair, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, um, for example, like the Vikings, like, you know, that hair grew incredibly long because it worked to keep them warm. Mm. Like it's not, it's all for a reason. And we've come so far away from that, like evolutionary past mm -hmm. that we, you know, it's pretty good, 
bad. And it's like, nah, dog, it's no. just hair. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. so when you sit in my chair, the first thing, you know, everybody's apologizing. Everybody's always yes. apologizing yes. for their skin, for their yes. hair. I didn't wash it. I washed it too much. Is it too clean? Is it too dirty? All this shit. Like, you come into my chair and welcome home. That's number one. Welcome home. This isn't a place for you to be judged. It's for me to tell you the truth mm -hmm. and for you to leave feeling good about yourself. You're perfect the way that you are. I just, I want my products and I want my services to only heighten that mm -hmm. in whatever way you want, which is why um, Natural by Sabs, I focused on cleansing products first, mm -hmm. cleansing and conditioning, because I think that that's paramount and we don't focus on the most important step. Yeah. If you have really good uh, shampoo and conditioning practice, typically your need for products is much, much lower. And I'm not saying for it to do something that it wouldn't naturally do mm -hmm. because that's crazy. It, there's no magic in the bottle. There's no magic. Mm -hmm. So yes, if you want your hair to do something that wouldn't naturally do, you're going to always need products. Yes. Like if you want it to be curly with a wand and you don't expect it, like, and you want it to stay in your hair straight, Without product, like you're tripping. That's not gonna happen. Oh, yeah. it doesn't mm -hmm. product Without is. product, my hair literally. You put a curl in my hair, and like twenty. Yeah, it's gonna fall. Later. Magic gonna in a fall. bottle, dude. Of that's course. like that was so. so that was like all right. Magic in a bottle hit me in a way. I had to like let you keep going because that's what they have sold us. Our yes. Whole and you know, I, and like, you know, I girl, you, you and I are two little, stuff. yes, we're two little brown girls. You know, I search for fucking magic in a bottle, every bottle course, that I bought, too. every single girl, bottle I that I bought. Pool. Yes. I was like, there was, here's, here's five ninety nine that like, that's going to get me to whatever right? it is right? that like I want it like, to be like to perfection. Dollars. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't even know what, dude, it's so, yeah. It, hair, that. dude. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's like. Yeah. It's so I mean, many. the lies, the lies, the lies. Yes. That's sort of, again, like going, going back to the, the line is that was part of like the most important thing to me is like for this thing to not get too big before, like too big for its britches. Like, I'm glad that the product has been well received thus far. I am not at a stage that I'm ready to grow much more this year. We are still very much in a global pandemic. Yeah. You know, there's a vaccination. I got my first shot. Y'all got your first shot. Yeah. <laughs> into that. But like, we're still very much in it. And I am not working as much as I would normally be working. Mm. Therefore, I don't have as much money to put into the line. This is self-funded. And no, I don't want your money because I don't want anybody's like uh, accountability. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to pay back anybody. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to answer to anyone. Yeah, I don't want any of that. So the bars for me was like my like dream. That's the dream. The dream product is to make shampoo and conditioner bars cool. I just I want people to know that you can do, like use a product that, you know, we're all like, oh, less ingredients, more natural. I'm like, well, guess what, guys? Bars is exactly that. Yeah. Because of the saponification process, a shampoo bar self-preserves. That, like, you know, we, we have to say that there's a shelf life, but realistically, there is no shelf life because it's so, uh, yeah. it's so, <laughs> for your, so the shelf life means, like, for, you know, on my bars, I have a two-year shelf life. 
two years still. Which it's they're going to last way longer than that. But we say two years because I want you to know that in two years, you can't expect it to smell like lavender. Right, like, right. As strong as it did when you bought it. That's just not realistic. Right. It's not. But, but that soap's still going to work. But the soap is still going to work. Yeah. That's, that's the pretty thing. cool. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get the smell, but you will get the benefits. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's still not what you bought it for. So, you know, I, I just with the line because i have so much control over everything i like my faqs are i and i'm constantly adding to it i'm like somebody asks me a good question i'm like i'm putting it up on the faqs i care so much about telling the truth mm -hmm. i care so 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 much about being transparent because i don't want anyone to have that feeling of like, oh, this is going to solve this, this problem that I have. And it's like, there is no easy solve. Yeah. And a lot of these issues, it's like you needing to accept the texture that you were born with. Right. There might not even be a problem. It might be like a person. Oh my problem. God. So many times time, right? I've had girls come to me like my hair, it's too, oh, this is the best one, which coming from like you and me, Alex, with our fine ass hair, it's too <laughs> big. I'm like, bitch. It's no such big. thing. <laughs> but when you have a lot of hair, yeah, they're like, yeah, like I'm tired. Shampooing mm -hmm. my hair oh is my God. work. Mm -hmm. I have to say, at least having fine hair, it dries it's fast. It's, I don't blow dry it. Easy. It just dries in the air. <laughs> well, now I have dreadlocks. And I'm like, Lord, it takes, I'm like, this is what y'all been going through it's been takes so forever long. forever to dry it takes so long yeah and like okay, obviously feel a little grateful walks, they they exactly they dry the longest but it does it i love that i'm i've been on two sides of the coin where i'm like no hair and now my hair is heavy mm -hmm. yeah i also it, you must use a lot of product when you have really thick hair yeah, right? like but here's the thing: is you don't need to because all scalp work, right? That That's what do. I've learned from Sabs. It's all scalp work. Mm. It's all scalp right, work, especially to be shampoo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, let me like if I can leave the listener with any like gems, like you know, is stop over shampooing, guys. You don't need that much, especially even if it's sulfate free, which all of my formulas are. It will still lather. You don't need foam. Basically, foam doesn't mean it's clean. Mm -hmm. What it means a lot of the time is it's going to be super dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, again, that's not mutually, like, you know, it's, that's not always the case. Yes. I, I think it's so important for you to take your time, and granted, not when you're in a rush and not when you're a mom of three, like, girl, I know you ain't got no time for this. You ain't got no time for me. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <like>, you don't. <laughs> But there is a way for you to get what you want out of your products. You just have to figure out what the like, you know, what the product is, how you're going to utilize it. Because a lot of the time, water is the enemy. And I, I want to be very clear about what I mean by that. Water, when you're shampooing and conditioning, uh, going back to the straw analogy, if your hair is a straw, mm -hmm. when your straw, like your hair, is filled with water, product cannot get in. Product Aww. cannot get in. So you need to wring the water out of your hair. Step away from the shower. Step away from the water and wring your hair out. And I'm, 
especially if you have thick hair, get away from the water. Like get it wet enough so that like, you know, the product will spread, but get away from the water because the water is filling the cuticle with water and not product. So you're shampooing nothing and especially conditioner. Conditioner is the number one thing that people are like, you know, immediately my friends, like I have friends with really long hair that are, you know, I've been my clients forever. And they're like, girl, you know, I'm jumbo size. And, you know, like with their, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a jumbo size girl. Like, let me know when you have these jumbo sizes. I'm like, girl, jumbo with my product packaging, et cetera. I'm like, those are not coming out for each. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a jumbo girl. Goddamn. shortage. <laughs> like you're bad for the environment girl resume, like the big but pump like, you don't need as much conditioner as you think you do yeah you don't because you're not even allowing the conditioner to uh, get absorbed into your hair so you're supposed to like wet, it with water. wet shut it off shampoo yeah. turn it back you don't on. have to you shut it off away. you can leave the water yeah. running i don't want you to freeze in there I don't yeah. know why i've always done that for some reason I because we were taught in commercials to do that Oh. Like when you're buying three dollar shampoo, yeah, bitch, let let the water run. <laughs> Be in there, like that's fine. But if you're buying my twenty six dollar shampoo, I yeah. want you to get your money's worth. Yeah, Man, and I've my come thirty dollar conditioner. I remember when I first lived on my own. I mean, I could only afford like the swab. Do they even still make swab shampoo? Of course, of yes. course. That's, yes. a, that's, that's an institution. That's an institution. Yeah. Yes, and I Unilever mean, girl, Unilever. I but I also wasn't highlighting my hair so it was whatevs but yeah also, i just i mean but there's a lot of drugstore stuff listen <laughs> there's a lot of drugstore stuff that's that's good yeah like i'm sorry like we can you know people are like oh just get away from the drugstore i'm like that's not true that's just not true it's like we want you to buy something better yeah. meaning more expensive so we can put that money in our pockets but mm-hmm. we gotta talk about this on stuff that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine if you use it correctly um, I'm very curious. I, I've got yes. Go ahead. No, what were you saying? No, I'm I'm changing the subject. So if you've got yeah. something subject, okay. So uh, what something I do want to say is that I've been I don't know very very many young people, but Kevin and I were have been watching like college hoops lately, like the college, oh, like, yeah. all the college games around right now, right? Yo, yeah. these young girls, they all have braids or like locks. They are like they're wearing their hair natural. Some of these girls are playing basketball in wigs with acrylics and lashes, girl. I know. I'm like, Amazing. what? I'm like, I'm like, I go, girl, go, girl. Like, and it ain't for me. But now, look, girls know young how to look good. But that's not even that girl. But playing basketball, playing full on college basketball in a wig I'm with acrylics impressed. and lashes, bitch. I'm that's very, very impressive. That. that is it's very so impressive. impressive. <laughs> and what that's I hilarious. love is that before sports, like, you know, you weren't allowed to like let your femininity shine. You know, and like, even if it like, you know, basically like the assumption that like, if you're an athlete, you're queer mm-hmm. or otherwise, when like, there is a mix of both yes. very much. And just because you're queer doesn't mean you, you don't want acrylics and lashes mm-hmm. because I'm here to tell you that I'm extremely queer and I love all that shit. Or just because um, you like basketball doesn't mean you can't like wigs and lashes, right? It, that's what I mean. It's like, why I'm saying you can be straight it, too like, we, and, and play basketball, always, period. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We have always had to give up one to have it like it's so weird like we can't be everything which is just not real yeah it's not real nobody is just one thing Mm -mm. and it's like a girly girl and only likes the bachelor and the bachelorette and no shade i did watch the black bachelor let's be honest Um, (laughs) i just finished it yeah 
Yes. But like, it's like, we have to, like, we always have to be like, fall into a category. And I just love that this new generation is like, fuck out of here. Yes. Fuck out of here. I'm going to wear my nails and I'm going to fucking hoop you down. Yes. What's like, the wig glue? Even also, more impressive. What is the wig glue you that they're using? I know what it is. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're sweating. That's, it's like, yeah, I'm very impressed with the stay, with the stay puttedness also because they don't yeah. look crazy at the end. Everybody yeah. be looking the same <laughs> going on yeah. the court as they did going on the they look court. good. They're just like a little yes. gooey. I'm that's like, what I'm ooh, girl, you better go. Yes. Also, to be young... To be young. But I, I was very, like, happily surprised by the amount of natural hair that I saw. I was just like, all right, this generation, they are, that's awesome. Because, do you know, well, for a little bit. The scope of jobs, like, they were like, yes. fuck, fuck your job description. Yes. Fuck corporate. Yes. I'm a disruptor, bitch. Yes. They make their own jobs. They have their own yes. title. And they're making more money than us. And yeah. I'm like, good for y'all. Yeah. Because we literally made all this shit up. All of it up. All the credentials up. Yeah. All of it has been made up. I have talked so many times, um, not um, on our podcast, but you know, amongst other professionals about like how unfair the uh, licensing system is in the U.S. and how it is another systematic thing that um, holds back immigrants and people of color because, you know, people come from, I I had um, a whole class that I taught in Seattle at beauty school of women that came from East Asia and like Cambodia and Thailand and it and they all had already gone through training mm-hmm. and were working in hair and working as estheticians and working um in beauty mm-hmm. and came here and had to get licensed and you know with no money mm-hmm. no nothing. and it's like they couldn't even take a test to prove yeah they already have these skills because America doesn't accept anything as if you don't have you to pay your money. As if you don't have to exactly. That's as if you don't have to pay to get your green card. That shit is. It is so expensive to become it's an so American that it's. It's people have no idea. Listen, I know I, someone who got her waxing license just by paying for it. I know. I me know too. Me knew, too. But... I know. I know so many white Italians. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That like Europeans like, but that come from the pretty countries that people love. That literally bought their licenses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and the it's so infuriating because I've been to beauty school three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. I've got all the licenses. I was gonna say, bitch has three licenses. <laughs> I mean, that's my own. That's my own dumb shit. Like, went to school, then like, oh, I'm going to Europe to do the shows, and then when I came back, my school was closed. Like, <laughs> But um, not. You ain't got no hours, bitch. Go back to school. <laughs> the fucking so, hours. Talking about the hours. It's so no. true. Oh my god, the hours. God. Oh, and That's depending so on true. where you are in the country, like um, you know, California is sixteen hundred. See, yeah, Washington here twelve hundred. Here, no, here is only a thousand. Mm. But you don't really get the nail care, mm. um, and the facial, like you know, like sort it's of very these minimal program exactly. Um, and really, you only test on hair. Um, let's. Seattle, I took my board there and um, I had to do nails. I had to do a facial. I had to do Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, they ain't playing. Nails? But that you also, they too? don't have the apprenticeship program like they do in New York, where it, mm-hmm. and what's weird is like they have apprenticeship, but it means for you to get your license, where apprenticeship here means it's your track to get a chair. 
Oh. So you can get a license, and if you have money, which you don't, like mm-hmm. most right. of you don't, Mm-mm. you can get a chair at your aunt's salon or whatever. Mm. But, you know, if you want to be in a prominent salon here, you have to assist, which mm, is essentially right. your apprenticeship. Right. You you learn how to get a license in hair school. Right. You learn apprenticeship how to is wear... kind of what molds you. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is pretty I cool as a hairstylist, as a makeup artist. And I mean, I took, I mean, I, I went to Bumble. I was educated at Bumble. I um, went to uh, Madeleine Clofano in Paris for balayage. Um, I went to um, uh, uh, Sassoon out uh, uh, classes in London. Um, you know, I've, I've, I mean, and, and countless classes in between at hair shows and like uh, uh, Cosmoprof. And, you know, like I would, I, and I mean, I still, I'm always interested in learning more because what's cool about hair and makeup is it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's always a new product fun. and a new way to do something. And, you know, what's like hip. And because now we have this like blogging culture, things are moving much more fast. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. it's I'm like, sure. okay, you now it's baby lights, which I'm like, guys, it's a fucking highlight. It's a foil right? highlight. Like, we've been doing this forever. All you're doing is much, much, much skinnier sections. Yeah. I guess it's also just a marketing ploy of, like, yeah, this new way. Come get them done. Well, Well, exactly. And then come take a class and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. Which I've been... Because the trend. Yes. And I've been noticing that also. To get certified, which nobody cares. Yes. Yes. The same thing in aesthetics. The same thing. so many certifications. Yeah. And they don't even listen. They don't matter. Yeah. Should we do a, cl- a question? Yeah, yeah, I love that- love a listener question. Okay. So I've been noticing on natural hair Instagram accounts and YouTube channels that there's been a backlash against shea butter and oils for your hair. Sometimes it's only certain oils like jojoba and black castor oil, and other times it's just an outright ban on oils. Is this backlash based on facts? Is it just a no. Help assist out. Oh, my God. Jess, Jess, I love you, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, and you have the best questions. Um, <sighs> Jess, do not believe this bullshit hype and these bloggers. <laughs> Don't believe bloggers. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. Like, please, <laughs> Stop. Oils are amazing. Jojoba is a carrier oil. It is a magical fucking oil. And here's why. It mimics her natural fucking oils. Why would anyone put it? It is the same pH as your hair, skin, and nails, which means that your body can absorb it and knows exactly what to do with it. So sit all the way the fuck down. Bunch of dummies. Jojoba Bunch is of dummies. a carrier oil that I use a lot. And it's I a love great it. oil. It's always it's an oil, oil. recommend. Black castor oil, also amazing. Should be mixed. Shouldn't be applied on mm. its own. It's quite heavy, but it depends on your hair type. If you're 4C, you can fuck with black castor oil and be fine. But my fucking 3A ass cannot. <laughs> I cannot. You know, the thing is, like, K-Buck as well is incredible. It's an incredible additive that I also use in my formulations should it be used on its own on your body? Go for it, bitch. It's major. Mm-hmm. On your hair? Maybe not. It just depends on your hair type. I really, like, really, really do not like cancel culture. Ugh. I think that I'll some people it. need to be 
a little more kind and recognize that these are hardworking individuals that may have more credentials than they do mm. when they start canceling things. Mm -hmm. I would like to know whose hair you're doing yes. <laughs> and how long you've been doing, you know, said hair yes. while you're canceling a, a bracket of incredible things that occur in nature that are great for hair, skin and nails. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I will say like, no. There are no bans on any oils. I think the one that I would say that is constantly recommended as an oil to be used on its own incorrectly is coconut oil. Mm. Yes. The, the law is like, and not, not even the law. It's such a trend for a while. Yes. Coconut oil is, is amazing. She is amazing, but it is way too rich. If you can cook with it, it's too rich. For your hair on its own. Mm. That's good rule. It's of too rich. That's a really good rule. Some people can handle it. Like I said, there are some textures. Like people, I, there was a model that I worked with for many years. She's from Holland, absolutely gorgeous, white, covered in freckles. She could use coconut oil all over her skin and never break out. Hmm. That is a genetic thing. Mm. I have really good skin. If I use coconut oil all over my face, I will break out. Mm -hmm. It is too heavy yeah. for me. So like I said, I can't even say that it's across the board that you can't use it. But I will say that what I have found over the 20 years that I've been touching human beings for a living, that coconut oil is best used as an additive oil, mm -hmm. not a carrier oil, not a base oil not something that you use on its own but yes slather that shit all over your body use it as lube like it's great <laughs> it's great use it as lube <laughs> yeah i'm like there you go she's, yeah she's not gonna hurt your cutty you want to close this out with a segment? You got something for us? And I didn't if, know if that. If you don't have one, I have one. Um, I definitely want to hear yours. <laughs> I I did, and I don't know where I put it. Um, I thought I left a note. Say? I thought of it as we were talking. Did you read? Oh, my good, 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 good. No. All right, great. Okay, but I'm gonna go. Okay, because it has to do with makeup. It's so <laughs> weird. You guys are probably oh, just like this weirdo. It's my favorite. So when I first moved to Bushwick, to Brooklyn, to Bushwick, I was 19, and I worked front desk at a spa but I was like I need to make more money and so I was really into at this point I hadn't decided I was going to go to esthetician school yet but I knew that I loved beauty shit most right. young girls do right and, um you're like I, make myself prettier done yeah <laughs> and I also had actually gone to see a cosmetology school in like Ridgewood um, oh, nice. I was okay. thinking of doing hair. It wasn't something Ooh. I was passionate about. It was just like, but I need a, to think a lot of people are. And I like beauty stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, when on the interview, I realized like I didn't know what I'd do about the money for it. Anyway, right. put that on the back burner. And I was like, I know what I'll do. I, <laughs> I put an ad on Craigslist being like, hi, <laughs> do you need help at the drugstore picking out your cosmetics? I can guide you. <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> Except I, I never actually 
I, people did contact Wait. me, and then my boyfriend at the time was like, I don't think that's a good idea to meet strangers <laughs> of Craigslist. And he freaked me out, so I wound up not doing it. What was but your plan fair, of charging fair. people? Oh, that I would charge them. I think it was like a $25 flat fee um, for me to help them pick out like the proper colors. Because I was so obsessed. I was on this website called Makeup Alley. I love this. And I was oh, my God. Makeup Alley. Board. I knew. I, I remember Makeup Alley. Yeah. And I feel like I really had gotten a good grasp of she just like one of the stuff. first like makeup blogs. Yes. Like, and so I really feel like I knew a good amount about drugstore cosmetics. Yeah. And I was like, I could help someone. And there are probably so many people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. So anyway, never, um, it never worked out. Uh, did you ever take older a now? Don't meet strangers off the internet. It's never a good idea, even in a public place. Fair, fair. I mean, okay. Clearly, I sounded young and naive. I'm sure that ad was weird. I you need know? to know. I need to hear the ad first of all. I oh my I, god! I, I don't love think it's a terrible it. idea. I'm not going to lie. Like it. I don't know if that's a true story. Don't meet people off. People are doing that right now. I'm sure. Come meet me, like some kind of gigs. I'll meet you at uh, Dwayne. Well, maybe pre-pandemic. I'll meet you at Dwayne Reed, and we'll walk together, and I'll pick help you pick things out. Isn't that basically what we're doing on the podcast? I mean, kind of. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a great idea. It seemed like a good idea. I, I mean, think it's a great it idea. I don't. I don't. Something. I mean, I think maybe the, the internet back then wasn't quite the same. Like there wasn't so much checks and balances. Yeah. It was Craigslist. Yeah. Whatever. I don't think it was a terrible idea, Alex. I think that you were onto something. I think that was your little entrepreneurial genius. Honestly, I think it was. Yeah. Do you know? Awesome. Yeah. I am mad that I didn't think to do that. Right? Because I would do right, but I just, like, would my like, money grab <laughs> like when I was broke or like I really needed to like, you know, like help help someone like get something or like myself or, you know, whatever. Like I would do $50 waves. So basically you come with your hair and your hair already stretched and I will throw it in and partial's not full mm -hmm. because that's like too much like cutting and whatnot mm -hmm. but I would do your like with leave out so basically yeah. a weave with leave out which uh, means for Alex um so this is left out so that they can do whatever part so it like lays nicely got it exactly yeah. and it was a a way for me to practice weaving when I was doing a lot of white hair um, and I didn't want to like, you know, I wanted to stay strong mm -hmm. and it would, it was like almost like not, uh, it was a way for me to like feel like stay connected to black hair. Girl, I definitely <laughs> would have answered like, this fucking Craigslist ad in 2004. To me at yes. the salon. Yeah, girl, like never would have come to me at the salon, got to get their hair done by me yeah. for nothing. Yeah. That's like what that's I normally really good get idea. tipped. Yes. That's my norm like normally what right. I get tipped. Yeah. Not like But what a good little side thing. And it helped you. Oh my god, and totally. It and it was skill. like cash. And the thing is, I I was doing it so often I got so fast. And I remember like I did a weave and I also it was like the the, the hair was the right, like everything collided. Yeah. yeah. Um but like I did a weave in the shortest amount of time than I ever did. I did a weave in an hour and a half and I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. You like did it <laughs> like the whole braid down and so sewed all the Damn. hair in Wait, and I'm not fast. Like that, that's the thing is I'm not fast. Like I know plenty of black hairdressers that are like, bitch, I could do it in an hour. Yeah. Um, but that's not me. I've never been like super yeah. fast. Cause I'm like, so like, Oh, I'm looking and I'm checking and I'm very like a type. Mm. Um, and yeah, no, it was so, it was such a great side hustle. I love it. I love it. Wait, do you have one too? 
I do. You had an I didn't know then? I do. I've gotten I didn't know them, but I'm old. Oh, I oh, oh, I know though. I have plenty of those. We can do whatever. Do you want one? Okay. Do you want to throw one no, out no. there? No, no. You give me one and I'll give you one. Okay. So this is... Um... <laughs> okay. So I'm kind of happy to tell this story because I think that it's like appropriate for... Like we're using this episode for the launch of like being on the Exactly Right Network. So, yay um, for exactly right. Yay for exactly right. So, Alex and I got, um, we got an email like from Danielle, one of the executive producers in September, saying that they want to be on the show. And it was so, like, you know, we'd been working towards this goal for a long time, but like I emailed them back in March. It was just so, so out of the blue. And this is like, you know, my favorite murder is one of my favorite podcasts. So it was a little unbelievable, not unbelievable, but yeah, it was a little unbelievable. Just like, is for this sure. like, really happening? What's going on? Da, da, da. And so we set up a phone call to like, just get on the phone with Karen and Georgia and to like meet everybody. And Alex and I are super excited and we're really nervous. And so like the day of the phone call comes and it's a Google hang. <laughs> we get the calendar invitation, but we're just like, this is so weird. Like, why is this? Like, why are it's we like dialing in? It's, yeah. like a it's like a conference call. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Come to find out when you leave no, stop, a stop, stop leaving. Stop taking over my story. I know. Alex, story. let her have her. And this I is because it's Wait, so no. funny that it made me cry all, when she came to this realization. First of all, I love that you're trying to blame me for this because you didn't even realize the mistake until I pointed it out to you. So this is both of our dumbasses. Okay, I only blamed it on you okay. based on our last call. Okay. So we take this call and we're on the phone with them. <laughs> And the whole time Alex and I are looking at each other, like, this is so weird. Like, why aren't we video conferencing? Yeah. Everybody, it's very hard to talk every, to three people on a yes, call. Yes, and we're like, everybody Guys, in the world Guys, that's how it always used to be, conference calls. Exactly. Oh, no. so, what a yes. weird concept. So we're thinking, okay, we know that they're, like, Gen Xers. Maybe they're just like, fuck these hoes. They don't need to see us. Like, we just need yeah, to talk on the phone. Yeah, or they thought that we'd, like, record it, maybe? Or, like, something. Like, I don't know. But because of this, the whole time that we're going through this process of signing with them... Because it took so long, I'm starting to talk myself out of it. I'm like, yo, this was an elaborate hoax. Y'all never saw these bitches. She you convinced were just, me you it was just, a hoax. You were just on the phone with them. For like a very if short span was... of time. <laughs> she had me convinced that there was a chance that we were being scammed. we were scammed. being scammed. I really believed oh this for a little God, bit. Because I was like, if this was today's time, like who doesn't video conference? Who doesn't Zoom, right? You had me convinced! Yo, so, <laughs> our most Adult. recent... Listen, like, listen, what? hold on a second. So our most... Long story short, is obviously we end up signing, everything's fine. For our first onboarding call... The same thing happens, right? The Zoom, the the Google Calendar invitation comes Except in. Except we're separate this time. But this time we're and separate. And I'm on there with video, and I'm like, what? Shh, stop, Text stop, like, what? stop. Long story short is we didn't know that if you just open up Google Hangs, it's automatically on video. A video. I was like, wait, guys, you realize that you had the option. No. When she refers to herself as an auntie. <laughs> Only two people that aren't zooming this time. So hard not to laugh when we we're in that call because I was like, "Where's she at?" I'm so, like, "Oh, she must not have turned her camera on." And then I'm like, "No, no she doesn't know." Oh my god, no, this I would have died. Because that being like, "Is I'd this been like, Hold yes. on, because Grandma is. Yeah. She can't get her camera." But when she then realized what so happened she... last time, I had tears. Yo, when we like, got off that we were phone weirdos. and I realized what the fuck happened, that they were on the video definitely and we were the assholes who were calling in on the first call. <laughs> that first call, definitely. <laughs> Two weirdos. They were like, like yeah, so I guess podcast too, like, is all they can do. 
<laughs> These ladies really don't want to be seen, huh? Why did they say anything to us? Like, I said I don't want to be on video. Nobody said anything. That's where polite, so, yeah. li- the politeness. But now that I think like, about it, I could hear, like, like, I could hear in their voices that they're like, uh, this is Danielle talking, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I tried talking over you, but it's just guys, so good. It's so funny. So I didn't know then, but I'm older now. I guess video conferencing, just figure out how to just use it. Just always assume yeah. it's probably just video. Just figure out how to use it before you try and jump on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100% yes. practice. Oh, not surprising. Yes. Practice, We've been yes. chatting for almost two hours. I know. Or an hour and 40 minutes. We do that. We do that. How does that happen? The, I know. I, we're like... We're definitely gonna have to edit this down. Well, the first time, the first thirty minutes was Sab's yelling at me about my hair. So we, okay, yeah, <laughs> so it's like we can, perfect. We it's can like exactly that. an hour, yeah, ten minutes yeah. or so. Wait, yeah, do you have a perfect. segment? Did you want to add something, or should we should we wrap with auntieisms? Yeah, I think auntieisms is great. Okay. Let's do it. I have plenty, but I can save them for our episode. Our okay, beautiful. save them for episode for a beauty. Yeah, these were some good. I think yeah. we had good ones. <laughs> Yeah, these were good. Yeah. Okay. So, Sabs, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can support Natural by Sabs, where they can buy all your products. Yeah. So, if you go to www.ntrlbysabs.com, you can check out my entire range of shampoo and conditioning products and my lotion bars, my lip balms, the hair oil that is so magical that Alex doesn't look like trash. I love the hair um, oil. You can use it for everything. I used it in my cuticles last night. Um, yeah, exactly. She's a multi-use oil. oil. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, and you can use the coupon code, code, sorry, coupon code True Beauty Brooklyn for 15% off your yeah. first order. Yeah, yeah, guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yes, please follow us on Instagram at Natural by Sabs. We'll make sure to post this with the link um, on our IG. And I just truly appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me about my little brand. Yeah, and dude, Sabs is with us once a month. So she's here yes, to listen to right. all of your listener letters. Yes, yeah, so write in any beauty questions. Yeah, if you have any yeah. beauty questions Especially on, hair and makeup. we talked mostly about like me, but like yeah. I love answering your questions regarding hair and makeup and anything silly like, you know, you used this product when you were young and you just want to tell us yeah. about it. So we I talk love about that shit. Yes. We love oh, that yeah, too. Yeah, I miss those. So miss please those. feel yeah. free to email us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. That's it. That's or us. send it to our IG and we will 100% get to it because we will answer all those questions, y'all. Yes. 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 Love it. Love it. Love it. Sabs, we love you so much. Thank you. Love you. Thanks for chatting. We love you. And we, I mean, me and my Gemini twins. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> we hope that you loved that episode with Sabs. Also, Alex has something that she'd like to say. Oh real my quick. god! Okay, so <laughs> during that intro, I said "see ya" on the flip side. <laughs> I've never said that in my life. 
I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> it was weird. We're just a little bit nervous. I started talking in a British accent. You said, see you on the flip side. I we feel like both... that's like a 90s Yeah, thing. we both I don't got know. really nervous because here yeah, we that are. Was weird. On the Exactly Right Network. And it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. We're nervous. We are just meeting you guys. You like us. We really want you to like us. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you might not like me now because you're like, see You're like, who's this whiny voice see me on the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's like a I have to find out where that came from I like it though I like that it was like, why was that it in was, my brain because that was like 12 year old you trying to like be cool do you know what I mean and like <laughs> some like so old upperclassman like yeah some upperclassman somehow was like what's up Shapiro and you're like see on the flip side <laughs> That's hilarious. <gasps> yeah. But I said it when we listened back to the recording. I said it so like you said it so casually. She said it great. You said like, it super casually. Maybe I should super keep it in my <laughs> repertoire of things to say. All right. Well, we'll but I just wanted it. to address that. Yes. I love anyway, I hope you loved that interview with Sabs. Yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. Sabs is the sweetest and she's so funny because... I mean, Sabs is from the Bronx through and through, and she's definitely hard, but, like, I love to see those soft moments when yeah. it's just, like, the three of us, and she can kind of be herself a little bit more and be totally. super sweet. Just the three of us and all of you. And all of you guys now. All of our new best friends. Yay. <laughs> um. So, anyway, guys, we... Okay, here's the big ask. We need to hear from you. We live to talk, but more so is we live to laugh. We fucking love to laugh. We try to share all of our sort of like cringiest, worst moments um, on our glow up from age 12 to today, 35 bitch. And <laughs> we want to do it because it's it just makes everybody seem more normal, right? And I think that just hilarities overall are great so send us your milk with your dinner send us your I didn't know them but I'm older now but more equally as important as important send us your questions please please we are here for you guys we love skincare we love beauty we love sharing all of our secrets and here's the biggest secret Alex and I were talking about this before is the biggest secret in beauty I think is that you need somebody who knows more than you to tell you that you fucking up Mm-hmm. All of our greatest moments, I think, in, like, leveling up has come. First, it was Christine Dow. Shout out to Christine Dow, 18 years old. She said, bitch, stop tweezing your eyebrows. Just stop pulling all the hairs out of your face. <laughs> and the next moment, Alex and I realized is when we took, you know, these photos for the Exactly Right Network. And, of course, we went to our friend Sabs, who did our hair and makeup. And her husband's this incredible photographer. And we looked at ourselves and we looked beautiful, but we looked like the most beautiful versions of ourselves. And we we're like, I don't know, is this too much? Bitch, it's not too much. Our friend Sabrina knew because she works with celebrities. She works yes. on set. She said, "You, it's just an aesthetic. It's an aesthetic that we don't have because we are normies. And you just need somebody to help you level up. And we want to be that person for you. I tell you that tangent. I took you down that tangent lane with me. Because we want to be your beauty besties. And sometimes you need somebody who just, like, knows a little bit more than you do about skincare, about eyebrows, about taking pictures, about your hair, about growing it out, about cutting it off, whatever. Send us your letters. Send us all of your questions. We're here for you. Here for you. We can't wait to answer them. Where can they send them, Alex? True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. Email us at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast 
at gmail.com. Also, you can DM us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Um, what else can they do? Oh my God, you guys can rate, review, and subscribe. You can rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. We would really appreciate it. We would love that. And you can tell your mama, you can tell your cousin, you can tell your friend, you can listen to our back catalog, which is not exactly right. Don't judge us because our audio wasn't great at the beginning. (laughs) It took us a while to figure out microphones. Don't judge us. But we loved you guys enough. It gets better, as you can hear. But we had so much to fucking say. We were just like, let's just talk and we'll figure out the rest later. And bitch, here we are. And here we are. So we love you guys so much. Write us. Tell us what you think. Tell us about your problems. Tell us about your man. Tell us about your lady. Tell us about all the problems. Tell us about everything. We'll do our best to help you guys. Yeah. That's the true beauties. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. See you next time. This has been a COC BK production. Produced by us, Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our engineer is Bart Tripoli. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. Our photos, hair, and makeup are by Sabrina and Joe Holdsworth. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Exactly